Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey guys, as you know, today the Astros received their punishment for their involvement in the 2017 cheating scandal. Uh, I'm joined today on the podcast by H-Town Wheelhouse. We're going to talk about the fines, the suspensions, the firings, the future of the Astros. Uh, how do you, How's it going to feel if you want to go on the road and watch your Astros? Is it safe? We're going to talk about... The draft picks that we lost, how much is that going to affect everything? So we're going to talk about all this and more. Uh, So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show with Rob and special guest, H-Town Wheelhouse. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Monday, January 13th. This is a special episode. The commissioner, uh, commissioner's office, whatever you want to say, uh, finished their uh, investigation into the Astros, and they put the hammer down on us. Uh, Astros, a $5 million fine, the most allowed. Uh, one-year suspension for Hinch and Luno. We lost our first and second round picks in 2020 and 21, but we are still the champs, and there is no playoff ban. Like I said, this isn't college football. Joining me today on this special episode, your friend and mine, H-Town Wheelhouse. Welcome to the show, bud. Hey, man. Um, I wish it was under other circumstances, but good Lord, I guess it is the, it doesn't have to be an 800-pound elephant in the room. I mean, it's like the eight-ounce elephant, and you would notice it. You know what I'm saying? This is, I I was literally thinking this morning when I was going going into going into work to teach those kids all about the Alamo and Texas history. I was like, when are they going to announce this thing? I mean, I just want them to go ahead and deliver the news so it can be over with. Well, now that it's here, I think I could have waited another few days. Like why on a Monday, why not do like a Friday? You know, I don't know when people can go to specs or something. And anyways, yeah, I just, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I knew it was coming, but, um, I hate that it's here. Okay, so how close is the punishment to what you expected? Okay, the punishment for Major League Baseball is about what I expected. I'll be real honest. I didn't think they were going to ban. I didn't think they were going to vacate a um, a World Series title. Um, no. I didn't think any players would be suspended. Um for me, it was 
pretty understandable. I mean, the only other worst thing they could have done is I thought they would take international money from the Astros, and they didn't do that. So that's yeah, I was surprised to see that as well. You know, and hey, since I'm always positive, always Stros on Facebook, dude. Think about this: um, that the Astros not being able to pick a first or second round player the next two years that saves the money they have to pay out to draft those players. So, Hey, there's a silver lining and everything, Rob. Yep. So, uh, I expected either a suspension or a ban from baseball for Hinch mm. and Luno. Um, also Cora, uh, I read that his punishment is not announced yet because he still has to be investigated, uh, while they're doing the Red Sox investigation, but it did seem like he had something to do with it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I think um, that is 100% accurate that he was one of the main orchestrators um, of this entire um, debacle, as they call it. Um, you know, I, I heard someone speculate, you know, why they don't think Carlos Beltran or receiving a penalty, and I believe it's because he is a player, and um, he wasn't a he wasn't a um, a manager. And if you want to, in a moment, I can actually read a little bit of AJ Hinch's um, statement. It just came out twelve minutes ago. Okay, go ahead if you want to. Okay, so statement um, as posted by Chandler Rome um, <clears throat> in the Houston Chronicle. Um, A.J. Hint says, I appreciate Commissioner Manfred's unwavering commitment to upholding the best interests of baseball. I regret being connected to these events and disappointed in our club's actions within this timeline, and I accept the, I accept the commissioner's decision. You want to keep going? There's three more short paragraphs. Go ahead. As a leader and major league manager, it is my responsibility to lead players and staff with integrity that represents the game in the best possible way. While the evidence consistently showed I didn't endorse or participate in these sign-stealing practices, I failed to stop them, and I am deeply sorry. I apologize to Mr. Crane for all negative reflections this may have had on him and his and the Astros organization. To the fans, thank you for your continued support through the challenging time and for this team. I apologize to all of you for, my, for our mistakes, and I'm confident we will learn from it. And I personally commit to work tirelessly to ensure I do. My time in Houston was, was, has provided some of the greatest moments in my career, and those memories will always be near and dear to me and my family. I regret that my time with the Astros has ended, but I will always be a supporter of the club, players, and staff. I've had the privilege of working alongside. I wish them the best in the future of the game I love. Wow. All right. How? This is what I read. A.J. Hinch knew that it was going on, and he did nothing about it. I also read there was a couple of instances where he took a baseball bat or something and smashed one of the monitors that they were using for the sign stealing. So my question is this. Why didn't A.J. Hinch have any kind of control or the balls to get this stopped? Why yeah. did he allow? Why did he allow it to keep going? Does he not have control over these guys? You know, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Hasn't the image of the Astros clubhouse always been put forth 
that A.J. Hinch and the Astros have a certain high standard from which the players fall in line. And they are, you know, and they were able to bring in even these seasoned veterans like, like, um, like Grinky, like Verlander, keep players, keep signing these players. It seemed to me like that was the opposite image being portrayed. And I'm wondering if that was being portrayed to cover up the lack of control there was. I don't know. I mean, is that, is that too far off on my, on my speculation? I don't know. My, my uh, impression of Hinch these years that he's been here is that he's a no-nonsense, honest, decent guy. And I, I honestly, myself, I can't believe that he allowed this to happen. And now that I read it, it's true. I mean, he let it happen. He knew it was happening, and he didn't stop it. And I felt if this was a fact that he did not stop this and he knew about it, that he should have been fired and he should have been banned from baseball, which that second part didn't happen. Yeah, I just, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to believe. Um, you know, Rob, I am the ultimate diehard Astros fan, and I am the ultimate I will stick with my team till the end kind of guy. Um, but, you know, this, this really shakes me to the core as a fan. You know, Rob, what I think about are not, you know, A.J. Hinch's future or Jeff Lunau's future, anything like that. What I'm worried about is I instantly thought, you know, I've been wanting to take my son on a ballpark tour to different, like, ballparks. And mm-hmm. and when I do that, hopefully find games where the Astros teams. But it's like, do I want to do that this summer or even two summers from now? Like, do I, you know, like, do I want to deal with going to another stadium and dealing with the heckling that is obviously going to occur? You know what I'm saying? I mean, people are ruthless, man. And especially something like this, we are the team that people have been chomping at the bit to get back at. And, you know, you know, I just, I don't know if I want to take my 11 year old son on the road to watch our team play. I was looking at the schedule throughout the summer and trying to plan a weekend for me and my wife to go on the road, maybe to Texas, uh, maybe to, I can't remember where it was, Atlanta, maybe New York. And I thought about the same thing. It's like, I'm not, comfortable going to other cities sporting my Astros gear because something's going to happen. I'm going to get heckled. Something that people are going to harass me. They're going to call me names. And I don't know why people are so mean to us fans, mean to us on Twitter. They talk to us like we're the ones that did something wrong. All we do is we live in a state that has two baseball teams. This is the baseball team we chose to follow. We're not criminals. We didn't cheat. We didn't do anything wrong. But these guys, I feel the same way as you. I feel like we're totally going to get harassed on the road, and I'm not doing it. I Man, I hear you. I just um, – it's it's just I, – I just – the more the more I think about it, um, the more I'm just kind of I'm, – I'm honestly blown away at Jim Crane firing Hinch and Lunau. Um, I can see if he fired Hinch, but I'm surprised at him firing Lunau with, I I mean, okay, do you think there's a chance that Lunau did not know anything about this going on at the time when it was happening? He said he didn't. 
I mean, you know, and you can only take someone at their word. And of course, anybody can say anything when when they're when their butts on the line. But this is an interesting aspect, Rob, um, in the in the article I wrote for our Astros Fanatics blog. If y'all checked it out, it is the best Astros blog in the land. I agree um, with you. And, and um, but one of the things that I found interesting was this: the the MLB said that multiple players stated that they didn't even like the scheme of the trash can noises and the signals because it was too complex and too confusing. And so a lot of the players didn't even like the, the thing that Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran came up with. So it's like, so did Jose Altuve do this? Did Bregman partake? You know what I'm saying? Did George Springer? Like I think of the core four, did Yuli Gurriel? I mean, you know how Yuli Gurriel turned his season around after he visited with Carlos Beltran and Carlos Beltran showed him, like, told him what to do? I mean, did he tell him, listen for the trash can sooner? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, I just, I don't, I just can't wrap my mind around, like, which players did it and which players didn't. Do you think we'll ever know who actually used this information? Well, I got on YouTube and okay. I watched the entire White Sox game. The one where Farquhar stopped and told the catcher that he thinks something's going on. Right. And then after the game, he he was quoted as saying, I'm trying to pitch. And every time I uh, the catcher throws down a breaking ball sign, I hear some banging like someone's hitting on bats. So I watched that game. And the only two people that I didn't hear signals from was Reddick and Altuve but I heard them for everybody else. And I watched the entire game with headphones on and you can hear it. You can, you can hear the bang and you're like, I know it's coming. You, you start watching the game and you know, it's coming the entire game. But once Farquhar stopped, the banging stopped. Like he, it seemed like he kind of figured it out. It was the eighth inning or the seventh inning, but it stopped after that. But uh, the way I felt when I saw this, is uh, I'm kind of older. I guess we're older, so we, we don't really look up to these guys. I, I don't know if you could say that because kids, but right. like uh, I guess I looked up to them because they're superstars or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but my heart sank. Yeah, you know, I'm like, man, these guys did this. So so like Springer was hitting, and nothing happened the first two pitches. However, they were fastballs, and the third pitch, boom. You're like, oh, man. And then people just kept coming up and coming up. And I was like, well, hopefully, you know, hopefully uh, Bregman's not doing it. Bump, you know, oh, my goodness. These, all of them are doing it. And so I did the whole entire game. Josh Reddick and uh, Josh Reddick and Altuve never had, never did it for them. So I don't think they're all in on it. I mean, Altuve could have been on it earlier in the year. And right. stop doing it. He could have been one of the ones that stopped doing it, but they were all in on it. And you can't be a guy on the team and just tell everybody this. I can't believe this, man. Yeah. I can't believe that they, that nobody wanted to stop it. I can't believe that they took pride and joy in winning 
games knowing that they were cheating. And the, and the game I watched, they lost. They yeah. lost like three to one. I mean, well, it wasn't working for the most part. You know, and, and that's where I think in Major League Baseball's statement um, rings, rings true that, um, you know, it says um, some Astros players told my investigators that they did not believe the sign-stealing scheme was effective and that it was more distracting than useful to hitters. I am neither in a position to evaluate whether the scheme helped Astros hitters, who are unquestionably a very talented group, nor whether it helped the Astros win any games. There are so many factors that impact the outcome of games that addressing the issue would require rank speculation. But for the purposes of my decision, regardless of whether the scheme was effective or not, it violated the rules and at a minimum created the appearance of unfairness. And for that, it necessitates severe discipline. So that's from the commissioner's report directly speaking to the players and speaking about the players. Well, whether or not it was working or whether or not people stopped, I mean, they're guilty. Oh, no, that's, you know, and that's the thing. That's that's where I've always stood. Like, look, if they're guilty of doing something wrong, then by all means, you I mean, you you have to you have to take the punishment. I mean. Um, you know, and, and that's one of the things, the kind of the last part of my article, um, I basically say, you know, my last question I, I dive into is, will this motivate the 2020 Astros? Like, will this be a, a positive thing? Will this be a negative thing? By the way, if you want to know what I said in that, go to WordPress. go to Astros fanatics at WordPress and read that article. It's really, really good. (laughs) I, I was reading it a little bit, so I, most of the people I always promote the uh, website here on on the podcast. So Jim Crane. So here's what happened: I'm at work and I get the alert that the suspension, or I got the findings. Right. Okay. They 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 suspended Hinch and Luno. The I heard about the draft picks and all that, and then. So I'm in class mm-hmm. and my phone's in my pocket, but my I have my watch on and my watch is going ding, ding, <laughs> ding. And I keep looking and it's just people like people that listen to the podcast, people that I'm friends with, that like the Astros nonstop blowing up. Just like you said, how people are coming into your classroom because they know you're a big Astro fan. And so. I'm reading all of this, and then not too long after that, I get another bing, and it's Jim Crane fires Luno and Hinch. And so I got a quote from Hinch, I mean, from uh, Jim Crane. I don't know if you saw this one. It might be pretty new, but he said, we've cleaned house. It's behind us. We're going to play some ball this spring. Mm. So do you agree with this? I mean, do you agree that A.J. Hinch should be fired, or do you think the suspension was enough? I honestly thought the one year suspension without pay was enough. I don't I don't know why. Now, honestly, if Jim So Crane, so the guy you want this guy as your manager? The guy that's letting all these no. guys cheat and don't have the backbone to stop him? No, 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 no. I don't man, I don't know. I I just I guess I don't. I guess I guess here's the thing. Initially, so so let me so let me go back to originally I thought okay, the suspension was enough whenever Crane fired fired um Hinch, I was like, whoa, dude, like they just got suspended for you without pay. Why are you firing them? What the heck? Well, the more yeah, I think five about minutes it, later. Yeah, I know. Well, or 12 minutes later. It yeah. wasn't that much later. The more I think about it, 
I mean, it makes sense. I think I think Crane would have fired him um, before the start of the next season anyways. I mean, I think he would have fired him the, the first day because they said that they were suspended for a full year up until the end of the last game of the World Series in 2020. Right. Um, but I'm wondering if you if you um, have heard about this two hours ago on um, on Twitter, a guy from New York um, posted. He said he looked into Logan Morrison's claim that the Astros were cheating in 2014. He said, and he's correct. You'll have to look it up. It's Kyle N Y Y, and he posted a video where one of the Astros players gets a hit, and you hear bang bang right before he hits the ball. They're playing Seattle. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit, man, this is jacked up. It's it's actually Alex Presley at the bat, and he hits a go-ahead single with the bases loaded. But I'm like going, okay, man, dude. It's funny know, that you say that because uh, Logan Morrison is trending. Yes, that is exactly he, It's over here trending. on the right. Yep, what's, trend, what's trending is Hinch, the Astros, Osuna is trending, yep. and Cora. It was Logan Morrison. He's gone now. I guess not as not as trending. But now everybody's oh there he is. Logan Morrison. He's at the top. Yeah. Uh so a lot of people are trending. I mean, uh tweeting about Osuna is like, okay, the Astros, you're suddenly growing a conscience, but but you allowed, you know, you, you were okay with uh picking up that woman beater mm-hmm. and then you're okay, you know, with having that and then you have that guy that uh, harasses women in the locker room. Yeah, Talbot. So, yeah, so, I don't know. It's bad. Dude, it's bad. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I honestly want Mike Fires to return his World Series ring. I think I think they should put out, um, put out an official letter from the Houston Astros, and they should tell Mike Fires to return his ring because um, – there's a little shit-eating grin picture of him holding his ring when he was with the Detroit Tigers. Just all proud that he got his World Series ring that he had zero to do with because he mm-hmm. wasn't on the postseason roster. What a jack wagon, man. When that dude comes to Houston, oh, my God, Rob, I'm going to be at that game. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if the tickets are $500. I'm going to freaking go, and I'm going to boo that dude out of the stadium. And I hope we crush 14 home runs off his ass, man. I'm sorry. I can't stand that guy. He is – the most hated, like Albert Pujols to me is a freaking saint now. He's a freaking saint. And I was at that game when Pujols crushed the Astros that game when he hit that off of Brad Lidge and totally ruined them. But, man, Mike Fires, dude, he he better – I'm just telling you, man, people in Houston get crazy over this crap. And, oh, man, I'm, I'm so pissed off right now, dude. I'm so pissed off at him. Um, I guess I'm not – I'm not, you know, like like – I'm actually more pissed off at my own team right now, but man, he's God dang it, Rob. I don't, I don't know what to do. I think I need a counselor. <laughs> I think I need a freaking counseling right now. I'm so pissed. Well, let me tell you this. Yeah. I, I told you part, I told you this news earlier. So at 1030, well, let, let me go backwards a little bit. Last year at the game, when we went to the game, I went to the season ticket booth and signed up, sent my email and everything. Yeah. And so I'm at lunch and my lunch starts exactly at 10.30. And the okay. guy from the Astros calls me at 10.30, like right when lunch starts. And he asked me if I was still interested in getting the 28-game plan for the season tickets. And I said, yes, I am. So we talked a little bit. I picked them out. So the day, 
the day that I finally decide to buy season <laughs> tickets to the Astros, this stuff comes out. Oh, Rob, dude. So you need to call that guy back and you need to ask him if he's going to, he, you need to ask him what extra games he's going to give you or if he's going to give you the promo pack. Like, dude, I'm serious, dude. You need to tell him, I need, I need those, those like bobblehead promotions. I need that phone in my package. I need a discount. Yes, I need a discount or I want a commemorative trash can. No, don't say that. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm serious. Dude, work it, man. Tell him, say, I'm pissed. Like, my team let me down. I need I need some free bobbleheads, bro. Yeah, but what I was going to say is the A's come to town in the first month. Yes. And they come on the weekends. So the 28 game plan is only on the weekends. Yeah, okay, okay. That's cool. so I'm all, I'm all, I got home and I'm, I got all this on my mind, but I'm already, like, looking at my work schedule versus what the games are, trying to decide which ones I want to go to, stuff like that. But this stuff doesn't deter me. I mean, I've said this before, if you know me, me and my wife love going to the games and we have fun. I take the grandkids to games. Me and my wife watch the games at night. I mean, this isn't going to change anything. We're still going to love them. It's just like if you have a kid, you love your child and they get suspended for fighting or you find out he was cheating on his test. You're not going to stop loving your kid. We love these guys. We're not going to stop. Now, the only difference is we can't beat their ass because half of them are stronger and faster than us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so let me rewind this a little bit. Yeah, man. So going back to the uh, loss of draft picks. Okay. So I don't know if I've already said this, but that same guy, the Kyle guy that you just brought up. Yeah. Because he had he had uh, tagged me in some video that he made because oh, I had really? made the comment that MLB isn't going to suspend or they're not going to penalize the Astros based on a video that mm-hmm. John Boy made. And you remember when you saw it, you said, hey, look, you're famous. You're on this guy's video. Oh, so yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the same guy, the guy you was talking oh, about earlier. Oh, nice. So it, it's like New York Kyle or something like that. Yes, it is New York, Kyle. Yeah, you're and so you're infamous. So after that, after he, so what he did is he posted again on that same thread. So everybody that he that he tagged got you know got back reinvolved in it, and so he was kind of update or something. You know how people do that. I see you right. doing it, and so. Uh, but what I was saying is like. Oh, it's okay. I mean, it's just about what I expected. I mean, I've predicted losing draft picks and getting a fine, and that's about it. And like you said, maybe some international pool money. But this guy said, the the New York Kyle, whatever his name is, could be Kyle New York, I don't know. But he said, your franchise will be buried for a Hmm. And I told him, I don't know how missing two draft picks for two seasons – can bury a uh, franchise. So what I did is I brought up the last, I mean, I, I, I got the whole list okay. of past first round picks. Okay. So the last two, 2018 and 17, I guess we didn't have a first round pick last year. I don't know. Uh, J.B. Bukaskis and Seth Beer. We already, we traded them to Arizona. Right. So we, we, 
had them, but we, I mean, it's going to, it's nice to have those guys to use as trade material for, for better players. But anyway, J.B. Wachowska, Seth Beer, we use them for a trade. The two years before that were Forrest Whitley and Des Cameron. Mm. Would the Astros be okay if we didn't have those two guys? Probably, because Forrest Whitley's stuck in double A right now. And then you go the two – well, actually, 2015, we had two picks. Yeah. We had Alex Bregman and Kyle Tucker. That would hurt. And the two years before that, it was Mark Appel and Brady Aiken. And the two years before that, it was Springer and Correa. Yeah, okay. Actually, McCullers McCullers was a – McCullers and Correa were both in 2012 because McCullers was 41st pick in the first round. So he he was probably a second-round pick. Okay. But anyway, we would have lost both of them. So you're making a good point here. And so it looks like – it looks – if you take a look at this, like, would the Astros be buried if they didn't have Kyle Tucker? Maybe not. Daz, no. Daz Cameron, not at all. This guy hasn't done anything. Forrest Whitley hasn't done anything. Bukowska said, like I said, but it looks like there's about, you know, about a two in five chance or so that it could come back to haunt us. But you never know. These guys are unproven, just like. You know, like when they said they trade these, uh, I saw a stat that when they trade these uh, prospects, mm-hmm. only only if they trade prospects that haven't been to the MLB level yet, only one in five ever have a successful major league career. Right. So it's I don't think it's going to bury us. There's no way losing for two years is going to bury us. I mean, no, but. Here's here. Okay, so I I agree with that. Um, you know, we're not going to. Re- I mean, we're really not going to be able to truly evaluate that until we're probably twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, when we look back from that point and look back and go, okay, and and you have you're going to have to try to assume where you would have been in the draft. Exactly. Exactly. And then yeah, and you'd have to see, have to like see who. Win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, question, Rob. Do you think, because Hinch and Springer were super, super close, do you think this really, like, takes our chances of re-signing Springer to a long-term deal to a new low? I would think, well, I don't know. Like, how can you be a player? Let's say George Springer was cheating. Yeah. Like, I mean, how can he hold it against the Astros for being cheaters? Or you're saying that he's so close to Hinch that he might have been a key piece in him staying. Yeah. Yeah, I think it hurts. Yeah, I just I, – I hate that, man, because Springer was that one guy was like, you know what, let a couple other guys go, keep Springer, because, you know, I mean, why not? You know, um, you know, Bregman and Altuve are here for a long time. I'm not – you know, I'm not – I'm not worried about them. Um, you know, does – so – so here's here's the thing, Rob. There are so many avenues, so many things you can discuss with this, and we could probably talk for hours. But think about this: Kyle Tucker, I think, has a breakout season this year because no one's talking about Kyle Tucker anymore. No one's yeah. talking about Kyle Tucker being being asked asked for in every trade that the Astros are involved in, in. You know, with every team, now all of a sudden, Kyle Tucker is kind of a nobody, to be honest. 
he hasn't done anything to make any waves. He's only he's only pissed people off for whatever reason. And, you know, there's a lot of people that doubt that he'll ever be the player he's supposed to be. I think, dude, the time is now for Kyle Tucker. Like, the door has been open for this kid to now all the focus is on this scandal, for, at least for the first half of the season. Dude, Kyle Tucker can sneak in there and just wreck shot because no one's going to be paying attention to him. He wasn't a part of any of this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, him, Miles Straw, some of these young yeah. guys can really take advantage of this, Rob, to be honest. Yeah, Kyle Tucker had a very good September. I don't really yeah. remember the numbers. Maybe like yeah, – he did. I can't I, – I did it before. I took the numbers and I multiplied them by six. Okay. And it turns out to be like a fair share of home runs and about 60 to 70 RBIs. And so that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm expecting from him. Right, right. No, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I mean, I just, I, I just think that, that I'm just, I'm just trying to think of all the different, like, to me, there are so many, there are a million possibilities, um, both good and bad that can come out of this. Um, I think the current players are going to be motivated and that they're going to want to just prove to the world that they are relevant baseball players because you know the automatic argument red herring argument is gonna be like oh well they couldn't do anything without a trash can or or you know your guys are great but if they don't have a trash can or you know what i'm saying i, mean, I wrote this down earlier okay i put my note says 2020 bad play told you so so if the astros come out and struggle this season Everyone is going to say what you're just talking about. Everyone is going to say, look at these guys. They don't deserve to be the World Series champions in 2017 because they can't compete without a trash can. Yeah, exactly. So I think that should motivate these guys that, hey, we got to step our game up because, you know, like we, we both know this. They played better on the road in 2017. So it kind of sucks that they even did this stupid, idiotic stuff. Right. And so we know they can play. That's all I'm saying. They won all three games in Washington in the World Series. They can play on the road. So you know they can play baseball. They just need to settle down, put this behind them, use it as motivation to show the world that they don't need to bang on trash cans to be good. Yeah, it's just like, so I had this interaction with this random Royals fan was hilarious. Some like some like Kansas City Royals. I guess the Royals were like trash talking about the Kansas City Chiefs beating Houston and how that was a beautiful thing or blah blah blah. And I and so um, I found a picture of a Royals game and I didn't look at it close enough. It was actually during BP. I'm like, well, all the 1300 um, Royals fans support the Chiefs or whatever. And someone and so I had this back and forth with this one Royals fan and. And and this guy said, yeah, well, we have fewer fans so y'all can have room to set up the camera. And I was like, um, we didn't need a camera or a trash can to beat y'all. We could have done that blindfolded on our, with our arms tied behind our back. Like, really? Like, Royals fans are now – I mean, like, like Royals fans are now talking smack, dude. I'm like, this is not 2015. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, we get it everywhere. Get it everywhere. Dude, it sucks, I man. I mean, I just got, oops, this aged wells. Oh, geez. This aged well. Uh, I heard him rumors he smashing equipment. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting alerts 
nonstop on Twitter today. Oh man, this is it's it's just crazy, dude. It's 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 like it's like it's going to be nonstop, and it's going to be so stupid listening to other fan bases. Let me tell you something, Rob. I know you're, I know you're a diehard Astros fan. I know you're from your you you reside in the San Antonio area, but let me tell you, like this week is a culmination in a microcosm of exactly what it's like to be a Houston sports fan. I mean, we have a we have the bearded wonder who goes one for twenty the team goes one for twenty seven against the Golden State Warriors where they should have gone to the finals and won. Um, you've you've got our history when we had the Titans as the Oilers and they have that debacle where they come back and they get beat thirty eight to thirty five after being up thirty five to three. And then Sunday the Texans look to just be completely destroying the Chiefs and then they just choke up the big L. You know, they they grab the they they grab um um defeat out of the jaws of victory and then the hammer just comes down. I mean Rob, this is Houston sports fan life. And 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 I think for me what hurts the most is that even though I'm still gonna support this team, even though I'm still gonna go to games, my kids and I are still gonna wear jerseys and all that crap, this just is it it just absolutely is, I think, just the worst. Now, I'm you know, I'm sure it 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 could always be worse, right? It could always be players suspended. It could always be something else vacating the title. But man, at the end of the day, it's just as a fan, it's like, how many more hits do we have to take as a fan base? It, it, you know, it's like, come on, guys. Like, I'm sitting here looking at the bobbleheads I have. I'm looking at the rookie cards that I've signed and all the memorabilia, <laughs> and I'm just like. Dude, we like we put so much faith in you guys, and and but Rob, I don't even know who to be mad at on the team. I don't even know like what players partook. At the same time, why didn't someone like Bregman like like throat punch somebody and say, "What are y'all doing? You're gonna screw things up." Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, they just kept doing it. Yeah, I mean, how can they? I mean, they get interviewed, they make all-star teams, they do all this stuff, and how do they look at uh, the TV screen and during interviews or sign autographs with a straight face knowing that they're doing this? Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, I just, man, it's it's a, it's definitely a tough day. Um, when I came home, I said, hey, I told my wife, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm going to be upstairs doing a podcast with Rob, and she's like, Oh, is it about the Astros news? And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, I heard they suspended the manager and the GM for a year. And I said, oh, you didn't hear what happened after that? She goes, no, what happened? And I told her. And she goes, what the hell? She goes, I don't even watch sports. And, man, your Texans fell apart. And now you're at, she goes, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I'm in mourning right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have – one difference than you, I, I don't have the uh, luxury of being a Texans fan, so I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling all the, I'm not feeling all of the pain you are of being a Houston franchise. Now, I will say this as a disclaimer. I think I watched a total of six or seven games for the Texans. I, I haven't really been emotionally invested in this team for quite some time, although I do want them to do well. I do cheer for them. Um, 
you know, they're my Houston Texans, blah, blah, blah. But, man, I, I, I just – I've had a hard time not to turn this into a football talk. But, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's definitely not a privilege being a Texans fan. I'll tell you that, especially if you're a season ticket holder for them. Holy crap. I can't imagine mm. doling out all that money for just the same crap every day. Anyways, I digress. Hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I really don't have anything else to add by this or add to this. I'm disappointed. Yes, I am too. I, I agree with Hinch being let go. I agree in somewhat with Lunau being let go. Because I kind of disagree that he had no knowledge. I don't see how anyone could not have any knowledge. They they were even bringing in uh, low-level employees. I don't know what they mean by that. Maybe it's – I don't think they mean like groundskeepers or, or uh, snow cone vendors. I think maybe they just mean, you know, like guys lower down in the office. But, I mean, they made – they uh, they didn't keep it – a very small circle of people that knew what was going on. So they were bound to get caught eventually, but who would have known? It just takes one play. That that's one thing I always thought about. Like, listen, all it's going to take is one guy, yep. one guy to spill the beans and it's going to ruin everything for you guys. And it, it did. It was, it was Oakland's version of six, nine. So, hmm. What a what a putz, man! I'm sorry, man. That dude, that dude, he's a loser. Like fires, <laughs> he's 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 not only a loser because because he because he like came out the way he did. He's just a loser because he, he 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 can't win any. Anyways, I digress. I, I you know what? My bad. I just I I actually want to want to apologize to his facial hair. Um, I don't I don't know why he does the things he does with his facial hair and. I want to apologize to all his hairs on his face that he Could, that he carves into a six and a nine. Because you know I mean. it's super thick and he can do what he wants. Oh, yeah. You know, fires. You know, his, his name's not even spelled right. Anyways, all the letters <laughs> are transposed in his name. So it's supposed to be F-I-R-E-S anyways. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. So it's just it's just one of those uh, dark days. And, and, you know, we're just going to have to... Uh, it's gonna have to roll with the punches, man. Um, I guess I, I guess I'm canceling plans to visit visiting uh, stadiums. Um, Just I'm go poor. visit stadiums without the Astros being there. True, and but like, dude, like now I've got to be that guy. Like, I don't want to wear my jersey to another stadium. Like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. Like, what? Like, what the hell, Rob? Like, do I go to a? Do I go to like a Cubs White Sox? No, do I go to like? a Cubs or a Brewers Braves game and wear like a Cubs Jersey, or do I go to a Braves Phillies game and, and wear like, I don't know what team they hate. Um, you know, like what the freaking hell dude, what? I, well, I went to Boston and New York and I wore Astro stuff to those games and they weren't playing, but yeah. it's different now. I won't wear oh. them now. There's no way. No, no, especially not New York. Definitely not New York. Um, not that I'm scared, but why, why, why get harassed when you can avoid it by not wearing it? Exactly. exactly. That's a good way to describe it, right there. It's kind of like the '90s, like in the '90s, growing up, um, like you couldn't wear certain jerseys because they were like gang affiliated. 
Yeah. Oh man, I wish. Yeah. I wish. I wish. Now, now I now I wish my team was affiliated with a the gang. Then at least you think you're getting your ass kicked when I rolled up with you in my Astros jersey. Yeah, the Astros <laughs> are going to change their colors to black and silver this year. Let's go back to the star. Let's NWA and all those guys will all be wearing Astros hats this year. That's right, dude. Because we are gangster. We are hardcore. That's right. You know, you know what we could do? We could we could do like Hulk Hogan did when he came back to wrestling and be like 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 the NWO and be like the bad guys. Mm. You know, and like, yeah, like the people's champ and just piss. I don't know. Maybe maybe we could become the villain. You know, we you are know, the that, villain. Batman had to become the villain to save the city. Maybe we have to become the villain to save Major League Baseball. We don't have to become the villain. We are the villain. <laughs> everybody hates us. I know. I'm speaking. I'm speaking in platitudes. I wish say. everybody hated us because we were good. I know. I wish we were untainted. I wish we were untaintedly hated. That would be way better. Yeah, it brings back that old song, "Tainted Love." <laughs> so I did said that they did have a bench coach when they asked him about who could replace Hinch. Yes. Said we have a bench coach, we could do that, or we might get someone from the outside. I don't yeah. know who the prospects would be. That could be something uh, we could work on on the blogging site. Yeah, man, we'll do that. For future podcasts. We'll work on that, dude. And hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you on probably this next weekend after we've had a week for this to settle. And maybe right. maybe we have have some more thoughts to add to it. You you can come on the H Town Wheelhouse podcast. You got it, bud. Well, hey Rob, thanks for taking the time, bro, to talk to me. And hey, thanks everybody for for uh, for listening. My guy Rob does a bang up job, and I'm just trying to be like him. And maybe one day when I grow up, I can have like seventy thousand million followers or listens like he has. Well, you got to make you got to make seventy thousand podcasts. That's how you do it. That's true. Uh, dude, I'm up to like 946 listens. So That's nice. I'm almost to a thousand. <laughs> and you know what? I, and you know what? You know what? You know what? Take this, critics. I didn't even use a freaking trash can or steal anybody's signs. I did that on my own. Mano y mano. I mean. See, I me and Wheelhouse are building our success from the ground up. No cheating. That's right. Not We're even not all steroids. Bad. We're not yeah. all bad. All right, everybody, appreciate y'all tuning in for a special episode of the Astros getting suspended, whatever you want to call it, the finale, the punishment, all of that good stuff. We have no manager. We have no general manager. What do we have? We have no trash cans. We have. I <laughs> Spring training starts. The caravan isn't coming to San Antonio. The caravan sucks. The fan fest, it said none of the big stars are going to be there. That sucks. I'm kind of upset. Oh, man, I know. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe the Lord's coming back sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right, house, I'm Rob Fontenot. Thanks for tuning in to Astros Baseball. We'll see you later. Peace.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.